today, I'm going to talk about the importance of not downplaying what you do. Asking you a question that I hope will give you some valuable insights and I hope that will give you something to take away and work from. Are you downplaying what it is that you do? Do you know and are you acting from this knowing of the value of your work, your offer, your content? Welcome to the Soulful Sales Show, where we talk about believing in the value of your offers, getting them in front of your right people, and selling more of what you do in your unique way. Hi, and welcome back to the Soulful Sales Show. I actually had something different planned to talk about today, but this message has really come through for me in relation to what I am doing and what I am selling, I guess. And it just felt really important for me to share it with you too. And I'll expand on what I mean by all of that in a sec. But basically today, I'm going to talk about the importance of not downplaying what you do. Asking you a question that I hope will give you some valuable insights and I hope that will give you something to take away and work from. Are you downplaying what it is that you do? Do you know and are you acting from this knowing of the value of your work, your offer, your content, right? So it's a big question, I know. Um, And actually at the time of, well, on the day that this is released, if you are listening to it at the time, it just so happens that it's the final day of my launch of my Aligned Offers Experience program. It's currently $147 off, plus there's a live, an invitation to join a live Get It Done week so you can... plan out your offer with my support in the space of a week. Um, And I didn't plan to record this episode to coincide with the launch of that program. But what I am going to say about really embracing the value of what it is that you do when you are selling is so, such a core part of the Aligned Offers program, where I talk, basically Aligned Offers is about creating your most powerful offer yet from a place of both strategy and intuition. Really tuning in with how you feel, really tuning in with the transformation that either you have been on or that you've supported clients on and translating that into an offer that feels good for you to sell, good for you to deliver and impactful for your clients. And, you know, actually the way we talk about it being in the language of what it is that they are needing and wanting. So, What I'm about to share today is really actually foundational to the Aligned Offers framework. So if you are interested in that, go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash offers and you can read more and sign up and join in that live week. So what I want to talk about right now is our tendency to downplay the value of what it is that you do. Now, anyone who has been listening to listening to my podcast or been in my word for world for a while we know we'll know that I've talked a lot about how I've come a long way when it comes to my confidence and how much I'm able to be myself not just in my business but in all ways basically and there were so many ways in which I didn't even realize that I wasn't being myself but when I look back so I started my first business in 2008 And in that business, I didn't use my voice and I didn't show my face and I didn't really share my opinions, right? I played it all very safe in how I was showing up in that way because honestly, and I may not have been 
totally conscious of exactly why at the time, but I was afraid of being rejected. I was afraid of not being liked. I was afraid of people saying why or not, well, not saying, but like their actions saying to me, why would I buy from you? What What do you know about this, right? And, you know, obviously I've done a lot of work on this and I've now at this point put myself out there in so many ways. I'm still scared by the way. And through my training as a coach, I have so much more of an understanding of why we stay in those comfort zones, why we don't stretch, why we don't share our voice, you know? There's always a benefit to playing it safe. And, and and when I say playing it safe, I'm really not saying that in a derogatory, shamey way, like, because there is always a benefit to it, which is why I always say in my programs that you are not sabotaging yourself, you are protecting yourself in some way, right? So I have so much more of an understanding of that now. And I have the benefit of having worked with so many people on their fears around visibility and putting themselves out there and claiming the prices that they want to charge and claiming the big goals that they have for their business. And what I know to be true is that it is absolutely a protective safety mechanism not to get too big for our boots when it, cla- when it comes to claiming the value of what we offer. Now, I'm sure you've all seen people out there on the internet who are shouting about what it is that they do, who are like, this is the best thing ever. Um, sometimes that can go too far. Like in my opinion, when people are, I mean, I literally just read a Facebook, I almost left a comment on it. I read a Facebook ad today about, you know, so-and-so used my emails and increased their income by $20,000. And I'm just like, really, really? Did they really increase their income by $20,000 by implementing an email template? Or was it a combination of factors? And could you be a little bit more nuanced in the way you talk about it? Anyway, I'm not talking, when I say owning the value of what you do, that is not what I mean. When I talk about owning the value of what you do, what I mean by that is confidently speaking from a place of knowing this is going to change someone's life for the better. And you don't have to have some big, bold, I'm trying to think of examples here, but your offer doesn't have to be something massive massively life-changing in order for you to own the value in that way. Like you can own the value of changing someone's life even with a very, very small thing. I often use the example of like someone selling a physical product that is really, really beautiful and um, changes the atmosphere in someone's home or office or environment in some way. That's still changing someone's life. That's still um, transforming their life for the better in some way. So this is what I mean by really owning the value. where was I before I started on that tangent? Um, I think, yeah, it makes sense that a lot of us are not doing it because we are afraid of being like that person who's claiming that you can make $20,000 extra income from one five-minute email. And when we don't own the value, we keep ourselves safe from certain risks, right? And by the way, you're not necessarily sitting down writing a sales page or writing your sales content and consciously holding back on owning the value, although sometimes that does happen. This is often very like unconscious. We don't know we're doing it, which is why I want to talk about it today. And hopefully you will get some clarity around whether this is true for you or not. And not making a big deal of what we're doing, not 
talking loads about how much our offer is going to change people's lives, not showing up and sharing all the different possibilities that are on the table when people um, take programs or work with us one-to-one or whatever, it's all keeping us safe in some way. Even though for a lot of us, it will seem like, well, no, it's not a protective mechanism. It is a fact. How many of you listening to this will, I don't know why I'm asking how many of you, as if you could all put your hands up and show me, do you listening to this know that there's some part of you that believes it is a fact that what you are doing is not that special? And I know that this is actually really hard to admit to yourself, but is there a part of you that believes that? Is there a part of you that believes that what you're doing, okay, it's pretty good, but it doesn't stand out amongst a sea of a lot of other people doing that too? Is there a part of you that believes that what you're doing doesn't work? Is there a part of you that feels that it's unsafe for you to claim or you to own how valuable your work is because you know it doesn't work for everyone, right? This is a lot, very true for a lot of us in like the personal development world. Is there a part of you that just doesn't see how what you do is unique in any way? So these are really helpful questions just to dig into how you're feeling. And if you've done any programs with me, you'll know that I talk a lot about parts and I'm deliberately saying, is there a part of you? Because there can also be a part of you that does believe in the value. And I'm hoping to coax that part out a little bit in this episode. I'm going to give you a little exercise to help you as well. So where this has just been coming up for me, and I didn't even know it was coming up until I was doing my own kind of reflection and sitting with this, is, and I'm going to own it in this podcast episode, I am doing something really incredible right now. I'm doing something really amazing in my life. I'm doing something really, I actually feel really nervous, I've suddenly felt really nervous claiming it. So clearly there's a part of me that does not believe this, but I am doing something really huge right now. And that is I'm training for a marathon. So the part of me that feels nervous right now, and the part of me that does not want to say this out loud is, is saying running a marathon is not special. Training for a marathon is not special. Training for a marathon is not a big deal. Literally, even on the day that you do your marathon, there's going to be thousands and thousands of thousands of other people there with you on that one day. There are thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands, I don't know how many people, but every year who run a marathon, it isn't special whatsoever. That's what that other part of me is saying. And I think the reason that this has come up for me a lot, the reason this is very fresh, and here's where it links into selling, is that I'm not just training for a marathon, which by the way, is special in and of itself, even if millions of other people doing it. And even if that's all I was doing, it's special in and of itself. It's actually really hard and it's really challenging. So that in itself is something that I want to give myself credit for. But the reason it's really coming up for me at the moment is because I'm not just training for the marathon, but also I'm fundraising for ActionAid as part of my marathon training. I have to raise a minimum of £2,000, but my big goal is £5,000. 
And what happened is a couple of weeks ago, I sent an email to my list, which is not tiny. And I shared the donation link and I was really excited to share it. And I thought loads and loads of people are going to donate. And from that email, I had more unsubscribes than people who even clicked the link to read um, my donation page. And I share that with you, not from a place of like, you should have clicked that link and donated, not from a place of, I feel really sorry for myself, although I did feel a bit sorry for myself at first, but two things. The first thing is, it's really easy to, when something like that happens, make that mean all of the things about us. And like I said, I didn't realize this was going on for me, but I definitely had feelings of like, why would anyone care about me running a marathon? Why would anyone care about this charity that I'm raising money for? And the second thing is that so much else could be true, you know? So much else could be true than this actually meaning anything about me and running the marathon. It was the first email I had sent to my list in weeks and weeks. So I'd gone through a period of barely showing up with my email list. So it makes sense that the first one back is going to have more unsubscribes. Also, a lot of people could be taking their time, filing it, going to come back and donate nearer the time. I've still had like three months to go until I'm running the marathon. That would totally be me if I was receiving an email like that. I would definitely be more on board with it nearer the time. Um, what else could be true is like, you know, people are not paying that much attention to every single email that I send and I need to remind them more than once, you know, and uh, you know, there's so many other things that could be true beyond, uh, no one cares and what I'm doing isn't special and it's not going to work. By the way, ActionAid is doing work to end poverty for women and girls around the world and, I mean, you can read more on their website, but they do a lot of work around environmental issues, domestic violence, supporting women to be more empowered and to have more rights as workers and uh, period poverty as well. I, I didn't describe that very well, but I hope that you can tell like this is a really, really important cause. So yeah, it's really easy to come up with all the reasons like no one cares, no one cares about like no one cares about my fundraiser. There's a million other fundraisers. No one cares about me running a marathon. Millions of people run a marathon. No big deal. In fact, I definitely think people who are into things like running a marathon sometimes have a reputation for being kind of annoying um, when it comes to how much they talk about it. So that's going on in my head as well, right? And it could be really easy to just think, well, you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to meet my goal. That's that. And what I'm really leaning into when it comes to this training for myself, before even talking about it with anyone else, is I have to decide in myself that this matters and that this is important. This is a really big deal, what I am doing. Even if you are irritated by my, by me talking about it all the time because it, it does kind of take over your life. <laughs> it does become your whole personality for a while because you're just doing it for so many hours a week. No matter what you think, no matter what you think about my fundraising, no matter what you think about what I'm doing, it's a big deal for me. And I know that what I'm talking about is a personal challenge and a fitness challenge, but it's so much the same when it comes to selling and believing in, well, no, not believing, claiming, deciding that what you are doing is important, that what you are doing is a really big deal 
and that what you are doing is so valuable. You have to decide that for yourself internally. You have to ground yourself in that and then you share it, sometimes you get it reflected back to you. You share it, sometimes you don't get it reflected back to you. And that's just the way it goes and that is okay. So how do you actually realize, how do you actually get that grounding in yourself? How do you convince yourself enough so that it doesn't feel like a total lie, so you don't feel like totally at odds with that part of you that is telling you it's not a big deal? One exercise that would be really, really easy for you to start with now is to literally make a list of all the reasons why your offer will change people's lives. And this is an exercise I've shared in various places before, but one way of doing it is to make um, make a table, like just draw a few columns down a page, and you can write ways how it, indi- how it directly changes people's lives, how it indirectly changes people's lives, and then how the ripple effect of all of that stuff can change the world. And you can get really big and audacious about this, and it can feel very uncomfortable, um, but that's kind of the point. And by the way, I did remember that I actually gave this exercise in full in episode four of the Soulful Sales Show. So if you want it in detail, go look up episode four, which is about how to get behind the transformation of offer. What I just shared is the exercise in a nutshell, basically. And then another another kind of journaling prompt I will give you is that it's not just like making a list of all the ways that your offer changes things, but also why you doing this changes things, right? So there's a subtle difference there. So let me give an example. Someone could be doing a course about how to be confident on video and how to put out like a TikTok every day, right? What difference would it make coming from someone who has, you know, been speaking on stages for years and years, who already has a massive platform, all of that stuff versus someone who talks a lot about being a massive introvert, who talks a lot about being really shy, who talks a lot about having a journey of being really unconfident, not even showing their face for like a decade in their business, which is basically me, right? How much of a difference does, like if you were looking to sign up to a course about how to be comfortable doing a TikTok a day and you were really nervous, which one of those people would you want to learn from? So this list that you are writing about your own offer is informed by your personal experiences, your values, your philosophy, things that you have found hard. So if I was writing a list of reasons why people should learn from me, specifically from me, so it's not just about the topic, it's not just about the transformation of what I offer, but it's also about me being the one to deliver that transformation, I would write things down like, because I know what it's like to be really scared. Because I have been on a journey with being really anxious and terrified to put myself out there and then got visible because I am an introvert and I need to manage my energy, right? This is the kind of stuff that I'd be putting down. Also, because I have my underlying belief is that people get to make a difference and change the world with their businesses. That's the value that shapes the work I do. So even if I have this thought going through my head, like, who am I to say this? That is my underlying belief that actually being self-expressed in my business helps, um, change the world for the better, right? And in the context of my marathon training, what I've been really thinking about when it comes to how do I share this, how do I share this donation, how do I share this fundraiser and get more donations and get people more excited about it? What I realized is, you know what? Yeah, 
thousands, millions of people run marathons, right? But I have a unique journey with it. Okay, (laughs) my brain is already going, no, but lots of people have this journey as well. But anyway, it's still important. It's just just happening in real time, showing how much that part of you that is afraid to claim it and take up the space comes through. Um, With my marathon journey, I have been dealing with chronic fatigue for several years now. And it has taken me, it took me over two years to get to a place where I could run 5k again. And the way I did that was by lots of trial and error, with lots of stopping and starting, with having to go, feeling like I was going backwards all the time, having to take weeks off because my like post-exertional malaise kept coming through after I'd done my training and I couldn't find a way to build it up. Eventually, Long story short, I built it up very, very, very slowly. It took me over two years to basically learn to like to teach my body that it's safe for me to run. And that's the foundation on which I'm doing my marathon training. That's the foundation on which I signed up to run a marathon. Like immediately my unique experience shapes how much I see the value in me showing up and talking about running a marathon. Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is how we begin to tune into it. And it's not necessarily gonna feel easy. It's not necessarily gonna shift things straight away. What I usually find is that it will shift things and then I'll forget. So this is where we get to ask ourselves this question on a regular basis. Am I really Am I diminishing the value of what it is that I want to do, that what it is that I do? Am I afraid of something that comes along with taking up space? And actually, I meant to talk about this more, but it went off on a different tangent. But is there something I'm afraid of if I do take up more space and claim the value? That would be a really good thing to journal on as well. Why does it make a difference to the world that I do this work? And why does it make a difference to the world that this work is delivered by me? specifically. This is the stuff that we have to remind ourselves of again and again. And this feels like quite a vulnerable episode for me, actually. And I'm still really in the thick of it. I mean, this, the marathon and the fundraiser has really been what's present on my mind in this moment. So I've used that as as an example, but this happens again and again when I'm launching different things. Sometimes I will launch something and people will just be buying it straight away and I'll feel like I'm getting that validation back and I don't waver so much. But sometimes people don't buy straight away or sometimes the offer that I'm launching feels a bit more different than what I've done before. And when we're doing different things, it's always scary. It's always a comfort zone stretch, right? And I'll I'll wobble a lot more with this and I'll have to lean a lot more on this work and I'll have to put in a lot more effort in order to feel safe to take up space to do this. I have to do a lot more reassuring of myself. And it's it's like a muscle that we get to build over time. It gets easier over time. It doesn't feel easy. It is risky to take up more space and to claim the value of what you do. But there are so many rewards at the other side of doing it. And all I know is that from my first business, when I held back, I never felt like I was being fully myself. And that chips away at you in a different way. It can feel, sort of, feel easier in the moment, but in the long run, it's absolutely the harder option to not be true to yourself and to not be doing this thing that you really want to do. It is our job to 
I think I said this earlier, but we have to decide that what we are doing is valuable no matter what. We have to decide that. We have to make that choice or do the work in order to get some part of us believing that before we can then, you know, show up and create content and create our sales page and all of the practical stuff that comes along with selling offer. It all starts with us deciding in the value of what we do first. So I think I'm going to stop there. And I want to end by inviting you, if the work of Action Aid speaks to you, if you want to be a part of helping to support women and girls living in poverty around the world, if you want to support the work that Action Aid are currently doing in Gaza, then please donate to my marathon fundraiser. This is a huge deal for me, and it's a huge deal for the people that they support. And believe me when I say, when I'm doing these long runs, and it feels hard knowing that I am making a difference through this fundraiser is huge. And every, anything you can donate will make a difference. And I didn't even say this earlier, but I have a, a whole new private podcast where I'm sharing all behind the scenes updates. I think it's really actually incredible. Like I'm loving creating it and I want to get more people listening to it. And if you donate any amount, you can get access to that private podcast. So all the information is at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash donate. And thank you in advance for supporting a really important cause. And also don't forget if you're listening to this on day of release, Aligned Offers is still available at discount. We're doing the get it done challenge. You can find out more about that at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash offers. And yeah, your work really does matter. I promise you, it's just really hard to see it sometimes, but it really does. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Soulful Sales. If you have a moment to rate and review, know that it really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation, then you can connect with me on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite. Sign up to my newsletter at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter or my personal favorite, join me inside the low ticket membership at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash membership. And keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.